0: Welcome to the Global Watch Prayer Podcast. Thank you for joining us as we build community in prayer to empower the church from local expressions to global connections. For more information and resources on the Global Watch, visit theglobalwatch.com. Hi, everyone.
1: Thank you so much for joining this time for Russia Watch. It's the top of the hour on the 28th of July at 3 p.m. Jerusalem time. So we hand over to Katya, who will introduce her team and the rest of the session. Over to you, Katya.
2: Hi, everyone. I'm so glad to be with you and to pray together with everyone from different nations. And I just realized today that it's the beginning of the Hernhut gathering of the Global Watch. I'm not surprised that there are very few people, but I hope more will join. And we're together in the spirit with those who are traveling right now to her hut with those who are already there, and whoever else will join. Um, actually, I'm on mission with my friend, Zhenya, who's going to lead worship in a minute, and with another friend, Ariana, and it's we are working with refugees, and we just had a night shift, went to bed at nine in the morning, got up at one, and it's not the usual kind of a setting for me to lead the watch, but here we are. Here's Ariana.
3: Hello. My name is Ariana and I live in Russia, but I'm actually from the Netherlands. My husband is Russian.
2: Ariana is very blessed to have a Russian husband and (laughs) she's been living here for years and years. Over 10 years, probably. 13 13 years. And here's Zhenya, and I want to start with a prayer and then we'll go into worship. Lord, we are so happy that we can come to your throne. We can come to you as our father, as the father of the nations, and we can come to you as representatives of our nations and as your holy nation, Jesus, King Jesus. We give this time to you and we ask you to lead us by our Holy Spirit to make us one as your body of people from different tribes and tongues and nations, and we are one. You're not only making us one, but we are one. Help us to flow with you, Holy Spirit. We want to be sensitive to you. That's our desire. And that's your desire too, Holy Spirit. So I believe that it will be so. We ask you to bless us and to do something that will change things in the spirit realm for Russia and for many nations of the world. Because that's why you gathered us today before your throne. Praise you, Jesus. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. You're the God of restoration. You can restore everything and you will redeem everything, Lord. You have done it on the cross, Lord. It is finished. We believe in your work of restoration. You're going to restore everything that is yours. We're going to come back for those who are yours. We love you. We love you. Jesus, we love you. We are yours. We worship you. And in the whole universe, we want to say that there is none like you, Jesus. There is none. You are the king of our hearts. You're the Lord of our hearts. And we are looking forward to our eternal future and living in our eternal present thank you lord we are yours oh, amen amen beautiful thank you Zhenya it's so good to be together and to be in this high worship a lot more than i usually am while we're in the team together We've been friends for many years. I was asked who's gonna be the speaker and it's a teamwork as we often do. And we will speak briefly on things that may seem different, but all, it all comes together into one direction. We've been asking the Lord what he wants for today and believe that there is a certain thing that has to do with the whole body of Christ, with, with his church in every nation. And uh, the events happening in the world right now are leading towards certain tests. And like tests or exams, they're always meant to prove what's inside of you, to, that you will see what's inside of you. And whether you go on into the next stage of following the Lord, whether the church, the body of Christ will go on to the next stage or not. So, we're going to speak about that in in view of the current events happening because I think we all realize that uh, the end times are not only close, but we are in them already. I want Sergey to say a couple words about about this. So Sergey, and I'll be interpreting right here live. And everything else isn't translated into Russian in the interpreter's channel. Sergey, I think. During this time that the war is going on, we clearly started saying that it's seeing that the war is not between Russia and the Ukraine or even with other nations but here, But the war is really between God's purposes and goals and that which the enemy of human souls wants to do with mankind. yeah. And God's purpose is to bring people to salvation and to bring more repentance and brokenness through the events that are happening now. And God's goal is to create more mercy, love and compassion in our hearts when we see what's going on around us. And the enemy's purpose is to multiply fear hatred and hostility between nations and between people. And because there's many ad events and uh, things that are wrong that are happening through Russia and the current events, we'd like to do the opposite to bless the nations of uh, the Western world on behalf of Russia and on behalf of believers in Russia. And we want to pray that this war would not bring even more suffering to other nations as a crisis or poverty or famine and things like that. Economic crisis. And we should know that is the enemy plan, enemy's plan, but God's plan is that for us to stop this hatred and this hostility. Heavenly Father, Lord, on behalf of Russia right now, we bless the peoples of the world, especially the peoples of Europe, and we bless the Ukraine. Yeah. We bless them. Your Shalom, your provision father and your protect this time of testing be a time of the lifting up of the church and the peoples will be turning to you. We pray that the fire of war would not spread into more and more territories that it would not go further. Вера, надежда, любовь May faith, love, hope, and compassion be multiplied in these peoples. And we bless the coming winter season that it will not be a time of severe testing that for all nations, it will not be a time of crisis, Father. Lord, as Russia, we want you to be an instrument in Your hands and not in the hands of the enemy.
4: Над России,
2: над Европы,
4: Господь, людей.
2: Let Your will be done for Europe and for the nations, Lord. Your will that is good, that is towards the salvation and not the death of many people.
4: No, not из этой войны, Господь, и привести действительно
2: You know how to lead us out of the cross, out of the war, to the foot of the cross, that we would be at your feet to the salvation and to the repentance of very many people. Let it be so, in the name of Yeshua. Amen. Thank you, Sergei. Thank you. Thank you, Lord. And some of us had other things to say about this. I think Susha had. I cannot see everyone. I'm using my cell phone on the computer. I can see. Everyone. I'm saying
3: Sergei has prayed what I had on my heart. So let's okay. okay. We move
2: okay. on. Okay. I wanted to share a little bit of what's going on because uh, with us, we are in a city that is pretty close to the border and we have a lot of refugees here. And when you hear about the war just on the news or even from other people, it's different from when you see hurting people. We have hundreds of thousands of Ukrainian refugees in Russia. And I don't know, maybe people from other nations don't know about this because the war is between Russia and the Ukraine, but there's the Eastern Ukraine who have been since 2008 in civil war with the rest of the Ukraine oh, what am I saying? Yeah, it's eight years. It's 2014. They're correcting me. It's uh, it's eight years. And uh, so these people are in the worst position because they are fighting with the rest of the Ukraine. They have their army. They have their armed militia. And actually, nobody wants to fight. The Russian people don't want to fight. Ukrainian people don't want to fight. And Eastern Ukrainians don't want to fight. So it's a war where Nobody of the people wanted this war, but it's been going on and civil blocks and cities have been shelled for eight years. And so they are very hurting people in the sense that they're killed by their own people. That's why they flee to Russia. They wouldn't come to Russia if they were, let's say, our enemies and they it's, it hurts a lot when you're killed by your own, like Ukrainians by Ukrainians. And these are the two regions that are Donetsk and Lugansk region. And here, we every day, we talk with different people from there. And we get things not from the news, whether it's our news or the Western news, but from people who suffered. Many of them have lost, like we spoke to a woman who, a civil woman, who old lady that lost her two daughters in the war and she doesn't even know where to find their bodies to bury them. And they flee from there because the battles are still going on and they're the most severe in Eastern Ukraine. And no way for them to go back because for eight years, they've been already fighting the rest of the Ukraine. So there's been already a lot of atrocities, a lot of unforgiveness and hurts and things when they accumulate. And there's a refugee center and here uh, they stay for several days. And then the government helps them to go to different cities in Russia where they have accommodation for three months and they are fed three times a day. The government helps them restore their documents to find a job, to find their relatives and such kind of thing but where we are it's a temporary place where people are very crowded there's two halls about 300 people in each and it's and some people come without their legs or in in wheelchairs and um people are some people are suffering had a stroke or heart attack we were there just the night shift now and i Always pray, Lord, help me to know what to do, because I'm not a medical worker. There is a medical worker, but we are the first people, if something happens, to see that it's happening and to do the right thing. And volunteers are all Christians. It's not a Christian organization as such, but they're Christians, and people see the difference. They say that we've been in other places, and we see that here, something is different. You are so nice to us. You're so kind to us. And... Usually they're very grateful and start smiling sometimes. And even something small, like you would come up and say, like hug someone and say that God loves you. He will restore your life. and Just simple things have a big response from their hearts because they need love and compassion. And so this organization, what they do, they when refugees are sent further on to different cities in Russia, they're willing to receive them. And then there they live in hotels and places that are nicer than here. There They find the churches in that city and connect them. And so it's spreading all over Russia and people come just like we came just as volunteers, not because someone sent us or something. And it's amazing to see how the church in Russia is awakening to compassion, to mercy and to practically helping hurting people. And we look at them as just people whom Jesus loves and they feel it. And it has nothing to do with Russia or the Ukraine or any nation. It has to do with the heart of Jesus and that he feels their pain and we feel their pain as well. And I feel that in the spirit realm, it speaks volumes. It has a very a big weight because every act of mercy, I feel it's like a big cloud of mercy that is accumulating through this it's not only practical things, but they have an impact on the spirit realm. And the more there is a goodness and mercy and practical help shown to people um, by people in Russia to the Ukrainians, it, it changes the atmosphere. It's exactly the opposite. And it's what is going to defeat hatred and hostility. It's God's heart. It's the lamb the spirit of the lamb versus the spirit of the beast. And there's many unsaved people who show mercy and they give lots of money and clothes and food. And we come to people, we speak to them about Jesus. And I haven't seen so many open people for a long time. These people are really broken. And I didn't even believe in the beginning. I thought, I thought they're kidding me. I Couldn't believe that they're so serious. I just speak briefly the gospel. I share my testimony very simply, very briefly. And say, yes, they say, we want this. We want Jesus. With tears in their eyes, not everyone, but most people receive Jesus. And practically almost all people are open that we spoke to. And I think, do we need things like that to help us become broken and humble? I mean, it's it's a good illustration and it gives hope in a way that God has a way to bring people to himself. And it doesn't have to be through war. It doesn't have to be through testing. And the Lord gave me a scripture. It can be in normal times if people humble themselves. In normal times. That gave me a scripture about this. And I was surprised to see that the translation is different in Russian and in English. But I found one English version that says the same thing as we have. And Susha put it in the chat right now. It's Ezekiel 47 verse 9. It's about the river that flows from under the throne of God and where it comes, everything is alive there. So I'll read the translation here that's in the chat. And it shall be every soul that lives, which swarms in every place, there where the two torrents go, that soul shall live. And there shall be very many fish because these waters shall come there. And they shall be healed, and all shall live there where the torrent goes. So it captured my attention that the two torrents go. And I thought, what are the two two torrents that will bring everything to life? And the Lord showed me that there are two kinds of anointing that are in the body of Christ right now. And He wants them to be combined, to join together actually in the same people. And I realized that everyone has their own calling. Everyone has their own gifts and anointings, but a big part of the church is praying uh, fervently, praying for revival, praying for strategic things, praying prophetically. And I am one of those people, but I started noticing that most of my life consists just of prayer. I sit in my room and I speak to God and it's it's good to speak to him. He's a very pleasant person to speak to. But actually, I would like some practical help or some use to come out of my life for people that are living on the earth. And so the second torrent, the second flow, is the anointing that you go to the places that are maybe difficult. Maybe they don't smell very nice. Maybe there is a danger. But actually, that's where Jesus is going. And to me, one of the greatest examples of that is Heidi Baker. She's known for having an open heaven angels, visions, fire coming from heaven, but that's not all they do. When they receive all that, they go into the bush to the villages and they preach the gospel. And I've been there in a mission school. And so I've seen it how when these two things are combined, when Christians actually go where the hurting people are, where the suffering are, where the poor are there, it's, it's very, it's like in the book of Acts, it's powerful. It's the kingdom of God. And I believe that in these days we're living in, the Lord will put together. It's like the fresh water coming into the sea. So if the sea was dead and living creatures could not live there, everything becomes alive there. So Susha found this translation, and she'll write in the chat which exactly it is. And actually, even if you look at any translation, the flow of fresh water comes into the salty water, and there it becomes, things become alive there. And I feel that this is what the body of Christ needs right now. It's what the Lord wants to do. That the same people will be those who are doing things in the spirit realm and going there with the power of the gospel, with the power of the cross. And I see that's what was happening in the book of Acts. Maybe they did have some old ladies that were sitting somewhere and praying and others were preaching the gospel. But really, I think everyone was doing both. It seems like it in the way I look at the book of Acts. And so it's going to bring something healthy to the body of Christ. And things like crisis, we don't want war. We don't want economic crisis. We don't want those things. But they create something inside of Christians that makes our Christian life more real. That makes us more like Jesus. And even our prayers changed. We're here in the like East, how do you call it, Southwest Gate of Russia. And I feel that there's a different anointing upon us because we do both. And it's a lot more powerful. And Zhenya wants to say something about this. She got a scripture. Uh, I want I want her to share and then we'll pray together. Zhenya and me and any of you and Ariana has a scripture as well. Before
5: our mission here in taganrog city, God gave me this scripture Isaiah. Eighty, not 18, 50, 58, I will read it, verse six and, is it not this the kind of fasting I have chosen to lose the chains of injustice and untie the cords of the yoke, to set press free and break every yoke? Is it not to share your food with the hungry and to provide the poor wanderer with shelter. When you see the naked, to close him, and not to turn away from your own flesh and blood. Then your light will break forth like the dawn, and your healing will quickly appear. Then your righteousness will go before you, And the glory of the Lord will be your rare bird. Then you will call and the Lord will answer. You will cry for help and he will say, here I am. If you do away with the yoke of oppression, with the pointing finger and malicious talk, and if you spend yourself in behalf, of the hungry and satisfy the needs of the oppressed. Then your light will rise in the darkness and your night will become like the noonday. The Lord will guide you always. He will satisfy your needs in a sun-scorched land and will strengthen your frame. You will be like a well-watered garden like a spring whose waters never fail. Your people will rebuild the ancient ruins and will rise up, raise up the age old foundation. You will be called repair of broken walls, restorer of streets will dwellings. I will pray. Thank you, Lord, that you doing something. You are doing something in the heart of Russian people. Thank you that we can participate and do this kind of fasting, Lord. May this sacrifice be good before your eyes, Lord. And may this sacrifice change our hearts. Thank you that I can see, we can see that you are doing deep things in hearts of our nation, in my nation in this country and many people, even unbelievers, they doing these things. Thank you, Lord. And I pray that you, all things that I already read in your scripture now, be released. For suffering people now. Thank you that this war you use to change the heart of nation and nations. Thank you that we can do the things that you are doing now. And I believe that you will change because of your love and the russian people and our nation will bring the fruit of mercy and also the church russian church will bring with help of holy spirit this fruit for you thank you lord amen Amen.
3: Amen. i would also like to share a scripture it's from romans 12 from verse 17 to verse 21 repay no one evil for evil have regard for good things in the sight of all men if it is possible as much as depends on you live peaceably with all men beloved do not avenge yourselves but rather give place to wrath for it is written vengeance is mine i will repay says the lord therefore if your enemy is hungry feed him if he is thirsty give him a drink for in so doing you will keep coals of fire on his head do not be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good and so i bless the russian church to do more of this And Father, I'm just so grateful for everything that has already been going on in this area, in other areas of this nation. Father, thank you that the church is arising and that the light of Jesus is being seen through this scripture and through the acts of faith and the acts of love and mercy that are being done by the Russian church at large. So we
2: bless the Russian church in Jesus' name. And I'd like to pray for what I shared about the two anointings coming together. You agree with me? I feel that it will be a new stage for the church. And if times of trials and testings are coming, then the the test is what will the church do in times of famine, in times of comes, So Father God, I thank you that you are changing us. You are making us to fit the end times you're making us like you jesus i thank you that uh, you have so much compassion you feel the pain of every person that is hurting and we are your feet your hands and we're also your heart to these people so father i pray for the church in russia and the church worldwide especially in those places where there are refugees that the church will be set on fire and it'll be the fire of compassion love and mercy It'll be a revival of compassion, love, and mercy. That we will become the selfless church, the selfless bride that you are making us because you are completely selfless, Jesus. You valued our lives higher than your own, Jesus. Your precious life, your sinless life, your holy life, and you gave it for us, Lord. And we want to ask you to do that, make us like that. That the two anointings will flow together the anointing of bringing the gospel into the darkest places or the places where people are the most hurting and the prophetic intercession, the gatekeepers, the strategic anointing, Lord. Bring your people to the place, geographically and spiritually, Lord, where the breakthrough is needed. We are willing. We speak on behalf of the church right now. We stand and say we are willing Lord Jesus, our bridegroom, here am I. Send me. Let that be the cry of the church. And I pray that there will not be any more people that are only doing spiritual things and people only doing things in the physical realm on the earth, helping and doing a lot of good deeds and good works. Lord, let this come together. That's her prayer in the name of Jesus. And I believe, Father, that you hear us and you will answer us because it is according to your will. Let the church today receive the anointing of the book of acts and go on from there into the future with the anointing that you have for the end times thank you father that you've done everything for that in jesus name we pray amen i would like to open the microphone to anyone who wants to pray into this or however the lord leads us leads you it's open
1: Yeah. Yeah. I like to pray from Matthew 5, 16. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. Just like from where Kathy has mentioned that God, that this is the hour that in the times of crisis is the hour for the church to rise up, for the believers to show that your love in us to others. So God, as a family, we come before you and we pray that God, that there will be a new wind of your light upon your people who are hidden in those darkness maybe by fear or intimidation or even uncertainty God that we pray there will be a wind from heaven will breathe upon that land and this hidden people who are your people your church will just come out of that darkness come out of so bold the verse I arise and shine arise and shine for the glory of the Lord has risen upon you so this is the hour, this is a time we pray that no one will be able to hear and because of your love so much in their heart that they will be able to push out of the darkness, pushed out of the blindness to come forward to be your light. Then the light will be so radiant and powerful and it will shine forth in such a way that even one small act will be seen as a, as a mighty replication of effect, replication effect, as one act will replicate multiple times to the people, God, and you will be seeing your children, your hand, your feet, your love in that community, God. So we pray and we declare, actually, we declare and proclaim that this is happening, and we declare that to just flow through in a way which is a rushing storm and and a peaceful river, and it has its own way to do its fruit to bring it to pass. So we come at that. We commission those people in that land and we pray that God, we are seeing the harvest. We are seeing that the revival is there. We are seeing that the time has come. The time has come to show your love to the community. So God, Abba, we cry out and we pray and we stand in the gap and we declare your light upon the people of God. In the name
0: of Jesus, amen. Well, Father, I just pray spiritual covering. over the hearts of those who are in the war and the battle of minds and bodies. Lord, we just declare that your heart is in this with them. You go before them and you are the rear guard. And that you are their hedge today and the one to fill their cup with the grace and mercy and love. It's going to be needed to fight the battles. And I pray for any emptiness that may come their way and any battles they're feeling defeat. Lord, that they go to your word. The word will not return void and the anointing of it, and they're not to fear. They are to stay strong and mighty in your warfare against the enemy. And we speak into the enemy right now. Lord, we just speak a blessing for those who would have that ugly vengeance, that one would want to destroy lives. We pray a blessing on them that they would be finding truth and love and compassion and to see the wounds that's being caused by these wars and battles. And for those of the leadership. We pray a blessing on them today, Lord, that they would see a light of truth and get away from the darkness. In the name of Jesus, Lord, amen.
1: Eye has not seen, ear has not heard, neither has entered the heart of men, the things which God has prepared for those who love him. And above Father, we thank you for the, your people in the church in Russia who so love you, And just we thank you that you're raising up a mighty Russian army of your light that will break through and defeat the darkness that is around them. In Yeshua's name, amen.
5: Father, we speak your refreshing over your dear ones who minister there. In Jesus' name. Jesus, you are the living water, and we thank you today that your refreshing living water can bubble up within and not only be a deep well within them to satisfy and nourish them as they minister to those and share the light with those around them, but your living water will be a fountain just flowing out through their words, their actions, their body language through holy spirit just resting upon them we pray this in jesus name amen
1: heavenly father i want to pray for those refugees who have had accepted jesus lord i pray as they go on as they go to other places lord where they maybe <laughs> find relatives or but Lord that they really find a church who can disciple them Lord and who who can really help them grow in Christ Lord like that seed which has been sown at that. Time where they have been first received as refugees, Lord. That seed is growing, Lord, and that they will really grow in Christ and become disciples, Lord. I pray that you bring Christians around them, bring Christian community around them, Lord, wherever they go and wherever they settle, Lord. I pray that in Jesus' name, Amen.
2: Lord, and we'd like to pray for the hearts of those people, the refugees, and those that are still there in the Ukraine, especially in the Eastern Ukraine, that some cities are just devastated, Lord. And so are the hearts, and only you can restore hearts. You've restored mine, and I know it, that you are able to do that. So we pray, Lord, for a very deep and quick work of healing, because there's not enough counselors for every hurting person. There's not enough things that we as humans can do or provide, only you can, heal all the hearts of the multitudes of the people that are so hurting lord help them lord i pray that they will find you even those who don't hear the gospel from any man that even there and many have found you lord many have uh, said to us so many people said that god saved our lives we prayed mm-hmm. to him and he saved us physically so we ask you to save them spiritually and all those who have received you jesus May they feel the difference. May they know the difference inside of them because the word says that those who have the son of God inside of them, they have an inner witness in them, inside of them. So Lord, I pray that they will know that something happened, something very um, important happened in their lives. They'll feel your love. They will feel your compassion, that they would wake up in the morning and feel that there is a God of mercy, a God who loves them, that they will know that this is not what you wanted for them. This is not your best will for their lives. So we pray for anointing of restoration, that there would be restoration flowing through us, through many Christians, and just from heaven, because there's so many people that need it, Lord. I pray for a flow of forgiveness to those who need to forgive, even to forgive you, Father God, That they will see you for who you are. That they will not just say, oh, the Lord punished us and this is judgment and we deserve this. That they will see that there is a God who sent his son. That you are the one who can heal their hearts, take away their pain. That you sent your son. That Jesus would take the pain of their loss and their fears of the future, fears of what happened in the past, Lord. We ask you for an increase of this wave of healing that you'd raise up many more people in the church, not only to bring food and clothes and help as to take people into their homes, but actually that there would be help for their hearts, for their wounded hearts, Father God. Thank you, and through this many people even more people will get saved, Lord. Thank you. And I agree with my sister that just prayed now that they will find their way into the church or they will become a church, but that they would not be alone on their own, just this separate family and that separate family, Lord. You created your church and you said that the gates of hell will not prevail. So that, Lord, is what we're asking for, that this scripture, this word of yours will be fulfilled with the refugees that are saved, Lord gather them together and please restore in them the trust and the hope that there will be something good in the future. Restore their lives, Father. Thank you. And there are many of those that are going back where the battles are not as strong. So we pray for them, for their hearts to be protected from depression, from hopelessness, That they would go back and see that there is hope. And Lord, we ask you to bless our government that is really restoring those eastern parts of the Ukraine. And we ask you just that every help that is needed will be there. We thank you for all the help that there is. And Lord, we ask you to stop this madness, to stop this war, Lord, that nobody wants. No people in the Ukraine and Russia or anywhere, the East Ukraine, Lord, we've asked you many times and we ask you again, show us what it takes. If there's something that we can do or we can pray that this war would stop, show us what it is, please. Amen. Is there anyone else who'd like to pray? First Corinthians, I has not seen. Oh, that's yeah, no ears heard. Yeah, I just want to say how God is in situations like this. Someone wanted to pray. I see. Uh huh. Go ahead.
6: Yes. Shalom, everyone. Father, I I want to pray that the, that this physical that manifests in the world between these two nations would stop and among themselves uh, as people, and see each other as brothers and sisters, especially in the faith, Father, and uh, beg that you would continue to show each and one of them who they are in you. And by seeing who they are in you, Father, there, this war between themselves is really not their father. Because you are the one that unites. Aside from the physical realm of things, Father, we know it's a spiritual battle. That the enemy wants to use this physical war to conquer territory and conquer territory of the hearts of people. And I say no more in Yeshua's name that both people would come to this realization that the unity is there already because of you and put aside, the, uh, try to, to put aside what divides them physically in, this, in the earthly realm and let the enemies com- be confused and fight against each other. Just like you have, just like we pray that the the camp of the enemy would attack each other. We pray, Father, that anything that is against your plan and will be this way. Let those who want to stay in confusion and want to, yes, that are not part of your plan, Father. May the camp of the enemy in these two nations be confused and either they repent or they stay in this, in in that mess, Father God but not the church of Ukraine. Both the church and the, and the Jewish people are Ukraine and Russia, the believers in Yeshua's name.
2: Amen. We agree. Eliyav, thank you for your prayer. We have two minutes left. I just want to say that I'm amazed at how much love there is between us and the people running from the Ukraine. It's amazing because... We haven't heard anything that is like against us or people are grateful. And there's so, I love the, the Eastern Ukraine. It's like a different kind of mm, place. I lived there when I was a child. and people are very simple, open. They're usually just working people because they have this heavy industry, very lovable people especially when they're hurting it's amazing how they let us into their homes because not all refugees are here are in their center refugee center a lot of them are staying in the city and making their own way and trying to get an apartment get a job and that they let us into their homes and they make friends with us and we build relationships i feel that god is really pleased with this i love them very much it's His love Thank you for praying for us, with us, with God. It's so good always to be together. And I was—I just realized today that Hernhut is starting, and I thought, who's going to be here if everyone is in Hernhut? But thank you for being and sharing our burden with us. Thank you, everyone. Angelica, Lena, Rhoda, every everyone. We're just so grateful, really, because. We feel that we're a family and we are the body of Jesus and we have one head and it's wonderful. Amen. We really appreciate you for being here with us, standing with us. Thank you. Too bad Fred and Sue are not here, but anyway, maybe a will watch the recording. It would be really neat. <laughs> yes, thank you. Thank you. So we just want to say goodbye, but first we want to thank you, Lord, for this wonderful time together for this the prayers that you've given us prayers from your heart I believe and I thank you for the answers that are coming that are on the way and keep tying us closer together in our hearts. Amen
1: thank you everyone for joining blessings.
6: Thank you all thank Thank you.
1: you. Bye
2: bye